It's time for another trip recap as we discuss Ryan's recent trip to Walt Disney World. We also give our quick take on our stay at Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort. All that and more starts right now. This is episode 54 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's another edition of the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and joined today, as usual, by my two fellow co-hosts and friends, Justin and Ryan. Good evening, family. Hello, hello. How are we doing today? Uh, kind of busy this evening, but uh, ready to do a little, little Disney talking. Yeah, same here. I'm in the middle of working some overtime to fund my Disney habit, so... I got a nine day week. Um, I'm about halfway through right now, so I'm feeling it. I can imagine. I bet some uh, some good download and listen listener numbers would would help some new followers on Instagram, perhaps. So, oh yeah, make sure you go and uh, <laughs> follow us on all the socials. We're at Off the Monorails. Go uh, go give us some few follows and some listens uh, to the to the to the past shows, if you will. Yeah. Share us with a friend. That'll cheer us up. That'll cheer Ryan up. Get him through the yeah. work week. <laughs> absolutely instagram has been a hot potato here this last week so uh it's been uh it's been impressive keep it coming guys yeah it's been good to get new followers and interact with new followers and just we love engaging with with everyone especially right like it's just the three of us sitting here talking to microphones and yeah. it's always nice to be able to have some dialogue with with others so I love you guys, but I like talking to other people too. Right, yeah, I'm social butterflies here. <laughs> I'm a beautiful butterfly of my wings. <laughs> yeah, um, man, we've got some other things uh, going on too. We just kind of got together, and uh, we're working through some some things for possible uh, family uh, outing and trip to uh, Fort Wilderness for Memorial Day weekend. So that's super exciting. Yeah. Uh, um, hopefully I can orchestrate the time off from work and join in on this fun. Cause I wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah. Crew of like, I have to work <laughs> <laughs> crew of like 17 people. I want to say, um, plus a dog and yeah, just a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of fun to be had a lot of planning. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, super excited about the prospect of of this uh of this trip, and we'll keep you posted. And you know, it's uh it'll be here before we know it. So look out, Fort Wilderness Memorial Day weekend. Here we come. So it's gonna be great. Fort Wilderness anytime is a great yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It's just the feeling of that. Just taking me back, you know. riding the golf carts early in the morning. Early morning. Early morning or late night. No place to be, yeah. no sense of time. Just mm. let it happen. Mm. The bare necessities, baby. That's beautiful. Well, before we get into today's topic, which we uh, promised you last week that we were going to kind of go back in time a little bit and recollect Ryan's trip 
uh, that he took, he and his family took uh, to Walt Disney World. And uh, during the time that he visited Festival of the Arts, they got to do a lot of other things as well. So wanted to uh, have a nice trip recap episode to hear some of the things. I think that a lot of listeners can can take down and, and learn from. I always like to listen to different people's trip recaps to understand how other people vacation and travel. So especially at Walt Disney World. So we'll get into that in just a, just a few minutes. Uh, but before we do, uh, we'll cover a few other things. Uh, first being highlighting us, our website, offthemonorails.com. Make sure you go check it out. If you yeah, what can you already. find there? You got the blog there, which has tips and tricks and dining reviews and festival reviews and all kinds of goodies for your consumption. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go check that out and read it and learn something along the way, hopefully. And it's more a good, to be uh, added. Yeah, always more to be added. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So mm-hmm. you can also find our shop there. And we've got some nice looking things some to, dank uh, merch. to keep you equipped and looking fresh at the parks or at your local grocery. So go check out the shop. It's a good way to support the show and keep yourself looking good at the same time. So and it's quality stuff. Yeah. And we'll have a new drop happening in next week. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be one that, uh, I it's one of my favorites we've done so far. So very much looking forward to its release and seeing how it's received out in the wild. So uh, let's cover a little bit of Disney news as well. I just wanted to mention real quick that the Tron previews have released. Hopefully some way, somehow uh, you were able to get a preview, whether that was through the DVC previews, whether that was through the D23 gold member previews or through the annual pass holder previews. I hope that you, the listening audience, were able to grab one of those options and get to experience Tron before it opens in April. Uh, and we'll, uh, you know, can't wait for that day. We'll be there, boots on the ground for opening day. But we hope you all get a chance to have the, have a sneak preview. Yeah, I'm actually going to register for a preview tomorrow at the time of this recording. Tomorrow is when annual pass holder registration begins. So I'm going to I'm going to put my name in the system, see if I can get a get a time slot. Yep, same here. Uh, I struck out in the D23. Um, So we'll see. uh, We'll see how we do with APs. But best of luck. Best of wishes at the time of this recording. Best of luck. And the time of this releasing, we hope that you got your reservation. I'm going to bowl a gutter ball. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> speaking of bowling, speaking of bowling, uh, before we get to Ryan's trip recap, we got the opportunity to stay at a new resort for Ryan and Justin. Uh, the first time they ever got to stay this quick one night stay at Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort in Orlando. Uh, we were in town uh, for a little bit of business and a little bit of fun at the same time. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> we got to stay at Cabana Bay. And so we thought, let's just go through some of the highlights or and or lowlights um, of our short time at Cabana Bay and uh, give you, the listening audience, you know, primarily our audience, I believe, is a Walt Disney World audience. Uh, but just our opinions on uh, 
on Cabana Bay and what it may have to offer uh, for you know a potential stay if you're in the Orlando area. So I'll start with you guys. Um, just your your overall thoughts of the resort. Um, this is keep in mind this is a value resort, a value category resort for Universal's portfolio. Uh, but yeah, just just a little bit of overall your uh, your feedback of the resort. So. In my opinion, it's like a modernized pop century with amenities galore. Yeah. Uh, uh, we we got to enjoy some bowling, uh, pizza parlor, ice cream parlor, all within <laughs> like a two hour span. So it was a grand evening. We uh, we got to do quite a bit, and uh, right at closing to hours too for the uh, for the bowling alley too. So it was a uh, it was an added little bonus to uh, be one of the last ones out of there and enjoy a night of bowling with the boys and uh, especially celebrating a successful evening of business. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was good. We slid in there kind of last minute for the bowling alley and just managed to get a, a walk-in slot uh, for one of the remaining lanes. And they actually mm-hmm. added some time to the end because the way it works is you pay for an allotted time slot for bowling. So it's not like you're paying per game. You just bowl as much as you can in that 45 minute window. And they actually, I think rolled an extra 20 minutes onto our time uh, before closing. So we was able to, uh, you know, get another game out of the deal and, and get another pitcher of beer and just add to the fun before going and getting some, some pizza and milkshakes and sitting by the fire pit. So it was a, it was a pretty good time, but like Justin said, it, it reminded me of, a modernized pop century with like a larger footprint, like as far as just the size of the building, like pop century is a little more just spread out as far as, you know, I think it's what four floors at pop century. And it, to me, Cabana Bay, I think it was five or six floors that maybe even more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it just seemed like it had a larger that. footprint and the, the, instead of having multiple pools that had, you know, the main big pool with like a lazy river. And I think there was a couple of smaller satellite pools and one was under renovation, but the, the, the hotel itself, like the resort, I should say it's a resort, um, has tons of different restaurants and bars and quick service and coffee spots. It's, it's got a lot of stuff. And I would say, uh, that I think me and Ryan were both impressed by it. Uh, I mean, it easily compares to pop century, uh, being that it is a value resort, uh, compare and it's easy to compare it to the disney value resorts but uh it was a really good uh resort for the for the pricing that you know that was paid and mm-hmm. uh, the amenities available uh it's definitely worth going back for i can tell you that yeah um what did you guys what did you guys think of our room it was good uh, I mean, not it was, what i expected yeah. yeah it was just you know decent room with a view and had plenty of space um to me the room itself was very modernized as far as the furnishings. And it was more so just the shower area that was still kind of, you know, lacking in the refurbishment area. Probably but, the most dated part. Yeah. yeah. But the rest of it was super modern and um, all the colors and stuff. And like we had the um, one of the special rooms, like Jordan had mentioned on our lives uh, on Instagram was the Cabana, uh, the Cabana Bay specialized rooms that you have to request to have views of Volcano Bay, the park itself. And we could see pretty much everything. And 
it was it was really nice. I, I was very impressed. Yeah, it which is you know you say it's modernized and it's, which is funny because it's a mid century aesthetic in the resort, the whole resort, right? So it's like you've got a good. They do a very good job of making it feel clean and put together and uh, kind of that new wave, but mid-century um, modern approach. And I think they do, I think they do a really good job. I think, you know, there's people that out there that have argued that these rooms and these stylings could rival, you know, the, the new, the, the newer rooms that are at uh, the contemporary, the, the Incredibles rooms. And it's style. That's a fair, it's very, fair argument. They're very much the same style um, of decorations and decor. So, yeah, um, I think they're they're good. It, it is it does lack in some areas, you know, and but they have all kinds of different room types: um, exterior entry, interior entry. Um, it's and it, it is a big resort. It's a big resort. Um, one thing that I I I don't like about Universal's uh, resorts or the way that they run their check-ins and they do provide a mobile check-in but it doesn't work all the time in my instance for this trip i never even got my email to give me the option for a mobile check-in uh, so i had to stand in the line you still always have to stand in a line no matter what um, and then get a physical key card from the counter so you always end up waiting Whereas in Disney, obviously, you can do the mobile check-in and go straight to your room, and it's a beautiful thing that um, you know the Disney World has over uh, over these Universal resorts. So that chewed up about thirty minutes when we first arrived at the resort. Uh, was me waiting in line just to check in and get get our room keys. So that is uh, a little bit of a deterrent there, but uh, we got to tour the resort a little bit as well. After that, got a drink, um, just. Went through the shops, uh, got to see the you know the collection of different merchandise. The way that their quick service was laid out, uh, which is a big like gallery style. You can go to these different pockets and order different types of foods, um, and then a huge dining hall as well set up. Very nice setup. We got to tour around uh, some of the pool area, the pool bar. Um, we never really got to get into the pool. Uh, we were just pressed for time a little bit. Um, and so didn't get to experience that, but I thought the, this was my probably fourth or fifth time staying in this resort. And it was, it was a good night's sleep as usual. Um, so no complaints there. And, uh, the, the, the food that we got to eat, the, the pizza, the, the shakes, um, from the ice cream Very good. there, super good, uh, great for a late night snack. And uh, just the vibes of having the, the fire pits there around too was was nice, and then it was easy accessibility, right? Like we were just yeah. able to get to. Uh, we had a breakfast reservation the next morning at Steakhouse Seventy One, which we threw plenty of uh, uh, pictures and stuff on Instagram of that. And uh, decadent. It was you know it was just a really easy is really easy stay, really easy stay for what we were there to do, and yeah, highlighted by a. a you know, a few games of bowling and some, made some new friends along the way. And, uh, it was, it was overall pretty good. So, uh, and I think we paid a Florida resident rate of, I think like one twenty one thirty for the room. So not too shabby at all. And we'll have a room tour, 
uh, video. Uh, we have the live video tour we did on Instagram and we'll have a full uh, room tour on our YouTube channel here soon at off the monorails. So go check that out. And if you want to see a little bit more of the room from universal's Cabana Bay beach Resort. So with that being said, without further ado, let's talk about Ryan's trip. Here, everything you got to do a couple weeks ago at Walt Disney World. Yeah, so this was um, our first visit to the 2023 edition of Festival of the Arts, which I already went through all the the food we consumed on our last episode, <laughs> so I won't get too too far off into that. But um, yeah, outside of the the festival booths and all that that mess, um, we stayed at the Spring Hill Suites at Lake Buena Vista. Uh, which is one of the good neighbor hotels beside Disney Springs. Uh, I've been racking up some Marriott points here lately, so I'm just kind of cashing some of those in for some some freebies. But um, we started off Saturday morning because we drove down later Friday night, so we didn't really get anything in Friday other than checking into the room and settling in. But this hotel actually has a complimentary breakfast, which uh, you can get sausage and potatoes and eggs and bacon and all the, you know, cereal and yogurt, granola bar, mm-hmm. all that stuff. They have all kinds of fixings. But uh, since the last time I've stayed, they have now added uh, Mickey waffle irons. So you can actually make your very own legit Mickey waffles. Like they use the same batter, the same waffle mm-hmm. iron and everything. So that is That's one nice. really cool thing to add to that. Yeah. Nice addition. I will say the the waffles there were just as good as if you got them in the parks <laughs> or at Disney resorts. It was the exact same. So no complaints there. But um, after breakfast Saturday morning, we uh, we got to Epcot pretty much at gate opening for, for us at least at nine o'clock. And um, we got a virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy first thing that morning in the seven o'clock group. And we were actually group nine. So literally as oh. we were scanning into the turnstiles, I got the notification that our group was called. So <laughs> we go in and Here go, we go straight to guardians and probably waited 10 minutes to get on the ride throughout. Like we didn't even stop walking in the queue until you get past um, the miniature, like um, Xandar map. We get, we went all the way past that. So Justin knows I'm talking about since he's read the ride. But we yeah. walked through about 90% of the queue before we had to stop walking, which was insane. But um, while uh, me and Brianna and our two bigger girls did that, um, my mom and my youngest daughter, since she's too little to ride the ride, and mom didn't really want to ride it again, um, they went and rode Nemo twice in a row because it was a walk-on. So they, yeah. they went over there and had fun with that. And then um, yeah, we, we made our way around World Showcase and – hit a few booths on, along the way and we decided to go ahead and bite the bullet and wait in line for frozen ever after. Cause it's been a while since we wrote it. It was posted mm-hmm. for a 60 minute wait, but mm. we waited 29 minutes. I timed it. <laughs> so, I gotta, you gotta love it. Yeah. Amazing. So that was a, that was already a win for the day. Uh, and everything after that was just a bonus. Cause you usually don't ever get lucky like that. Uh, and it was fairly busy still because it was still the, the height of the festival. It was only the second or third weekend of it at this point. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, we left Frozen Ever After and we went to the America Pavilion to try some more festival food. But um, we also got to see the Voices of Liberty again, which is always a pleasant treat. And I actually just mm-hmm. posted a video today on our Instagram at Off the Monorails that um, showed a couple of the little ditties they played for us, um, a couple of <laughs> Disney hits. But um, what was different about this visit with Voices of Liberty is a couple of members of the choir actually came and talked to uh, my girls, actually our whole group, really, um, because my girls went and sat front and center and they were, you know, kind of bobbing their heads and singing along and they noticed. So two of the members of the choir, um, their names are actually Karen and Emily. So we got to introduce each other and kind of as, you know, they asked where we were from and, you know, I tell them all the time that I post videos of them because I think I've done three or four videos of them now at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were just so cordial and so nice and so happy that, you know, we stopped in there to see them and we were singing along. And um, even uh, one of the male members of the choir, he nodded to me because I was singing along to um, to one of the Aladdin songs they sang. And that was that was pretty cool. But um yeah, it, it's cool to be able to have those personable experiences again with, you know, the COVID restrictions being over and people can yeah. actually approach you again and, and talk. And it was just really cool. So big shout out to Karen and Emily for taking the time because that, that really put a smile on my on my kid's face for the day. And it put a smile on my face, really. But um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we hit a few more festival booths and then um, we kind of just like out of nowhere decided to hop over to Hollywood studios because we just wanted to take a little break for, you know, eating and go to a different park and eat some more <laughs> because that's pretty much what we did when we got over there was had lunch at a uh, Cantina yeah. Eddie's and, um, and Rosie's. So we, we enjoyed that and uh, got to watch the beauty and the beast live show, which is always awesome. Um, especially yeah. at the end when they play, the Beauty and the Beast theme song by Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson. I have to, I have to sing along every time, even though I can't <laughs> sing. <laughs> but um, yeah, really, mm-hmm. we uh we just wanted to catch the Beauty and the Beast show and the Frozen show, and anything after that once again was going to be a bonus. Um, so literally, as soon as we got out of Beauty and the Beast, we had like a five minute window to get to Frozen. Um, and we walked in there, found a seat. And uh, they actually had new uh, royal historians this time that I've never seen before. And oh, they were okay. hilarious. Like, hilarious. Awesome. A um, couple of, like, you know, slightly dark adult jokes that kids wouldn't get. You know, that, that always adds an <laughs> element for the parents. But <laughs> this was our first visit to this show after the new carpet and seating has been installed since it had a little, you know, brief shutdown a couple of weeks ago. But uh, the we'll new do tell. The new seats are pretty comfortable, man. I'm not gonna lie. All right, they uh, right. they they held my fat ass pretty well. So there's that. <laughs> Carpet there didn't it have is. any you know cookie crumbs or soda stains. You're not supposed to eat and drink in there though. So, but um, yeah, we got out of um, Frozen and we were going to go ride uh, either Slinky Dog or Mania, but Toy Story Land was as busy as I've ever seen it. So we pretty much just made a loop through there and enjoyed the scenery and looked around for a little bit. And then we mm. swung through galaxy's edge and got to catch uh, Kylo Ren with a couple of stormtroopers. That <laughs> that's always fun. Yeah. It was intimidating. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, <laughs> Told me he didn't like me. Yeah. So 
Whatever. Yeah, I, I've loved it. Anytime that this that we get stopped by the stormtroopers and they start asking us questions, it's great. It's yeah. such a good thing. And I even addressed like, him just, as my lord, and he still he still disrespected <laughs> me. So whatever. <laughs> but um, we just kind of made a big loop through the park, just walking around because sometimes that's all you need. And mm. um, we happened to catch a glimpse of the Chinese theater and noticed that there was not a queue line outside the confines of the entrance to the building. But on the, my Disney experience app, it posted for a 55 minute wait. Well, the lie detector determined that that was a lie. We waited (laughs) 23 minutes exactly to ride runaway railway at two o'clock in the afternoon. That actually was about four. So once again, another just unexpected W and that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing, man. You can't always go off of what the, the app says. Sometimes you got to just walk by and lay some eyes on the ride. And, uh, sometimes yeah. that, that ride queue tracker doesn't update right or they inflate times, you know. Yeah. If you, I mean, rule of thumb, if you don't see a queue outside that building, outside of the theater, oh, yeah, that's a given. Chances are that line's going to be under 30. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, I, our our main goal for the day was to try and catch Powerline Max, but we did not get a chance to see him oh, man. Uh, that day. But there's always next time, so it's a reason to come back. But yep. okay. the Incredibles characters were thick that day. Like they are. Like I don't know if they're getting ready to like open up the whole Metropolis area again, but they're really yeah. pushing a lot of Incredibles characters here lately. Um, I mean, we saw Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. They were doing a photo op beside Echo Lake. Uh, Edna Mode and Frozone, they were they were out there in person mm-hmm. just making their rounds. Um, we just kind of, you know, checked all them out, got some pictures and said hello and let the kids interact. And um, the wife and I, we uh, decided to get us a little something to drink. And we just went into the tune-in lounge beside uh, 50s Primetime. Oh yeah, and we just got That's us a great a, place. We just got us a fountain coke with grenadine, just a good classic cherry coke, and mm-hmm. that thing smacked. Um, yeah, it yep. it was incredible. It, it's way better than just regular cherry coke. You get that grenadine, and they throw a little cherry in there too, like an actual cherry. Uh-huh. It just take me back to nineteen fifties. I just want to roll a pack of Lucky Strikes up my up in my sleeve. <laughs> But, um, what was the what was the pricing like on that? A regular soda fountain price. It was like three dollars for a drink. Okay, fair, fair. regular soda fountain. I, I mean, I threw a couple of dollar tip to the bartender just for his time. You know, it's that's his job. So, um, you know, they got to got to help my food. Shot of rum in there, you'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> take care of your cast members. But at this point, we um we just made our rounds back to Epcot. You know, hopped the Skyliner and rode back over. We you know pretty much killed Hollywood studios for the, you know, four or five hour time period that we were there. And, um, mm-hmm. we hit a couple more booths, you know, when we got back into Epcot while walking towards creations, because we had to go to creations by nine o'clock that night to get our new annual pass holder magnet, which is the Dumbo, the flying elephant magnet. And it's really, really yep. cute. And, um, just like Jordan said, not um, as good as you, Ryan. Yeah, oh, man, I am. I do look like a little elephant though. I'm chunky. <laughs> but it was uh, a five minute wait to get. I'm not going to ask. It. I'm not going to ask to see your trunk. <laughs> it's a snout. <laughs> I got a snub nose. 
But uh, yeah, <laughs> much like Jordan said, it was a five minute wait to get the magnet that that wound up our night at uh, at Epcot and Hollywood Studios, and we just headed on back to the resort and got some showers and some shut eye, and you know, got ready for a Sunday morning at Magic Kingdom, which is pretty much usually our tradition as we do Magic Kingdom on Sundays because it's typically slower, and uh, yeah, you know. It just works for us, but same same thing as Saturday. We got up and had continental breakfast, more Mickey waffles and eggs and sausage and you name it. Um, we got mm-hmm. into the gates of Magic Kingdom. Uh, we were walking on Main Street at 930 in the morning, so we weren't very long after park opening. Um, we got to do a little tram ride and had a monorail uh, ride right beside us while pulling up to the front of the um, the park, which was really neat or at least Mm -hmm. to the front of TTC. And um, we jumped on the Walt Disney World Railroad as soon as we got in the park because there was literally nobody on it. So we just hopped it real quick. You know, I hadn't rode it since I was probably in the seventh grade. So it was nice to to rewind and jump in that time capsule. But um, we we actually got off at the first stop, which will be Frontierland, because while on the train – we seen that Pirates of the Caribbean was only a 10-minute wait. So we were like, let us off this damn train. We are going to ride it now. And, um, <laughs> you know, we got off at Frontierland, got to see what's left of Splash Mountain with everything barricaded, which is a little eerie, a little sad. But, you know, they have some new signage up for, um, you know, Princess and the Frog theming. So they're, they're, yeah. it's, it's a step, you know, towards some progress. So it gives you a little, little glimmer of hope for the future. But, um, yeah, we got on to pirates and enjoyed that. I, I love just the smell of the water in there. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird, but I love it. And then, you know, the, I don't think you're the, alone there. Yeah. The burning city scene, they had them flavors pumping that day. It was strong. Mm. And, um, we got off of Pirates and uh, swung through Adventureland and got some Dole Whips and uh, sat beside the Magic Flying Carpets and actually got to watch a Aladdin meet and greet assemble at the um, the Agrabah Bazaar. So that yeah. was something I hadn't seen okay. in a long time. So Aladdin meet and greet is back at the Bazaar, which is really cool. Um, I wish yeah, I would bring back the Abu meet and greet. Yeah. I haven't seen Abu in a hot minute. I saw him at the Halloween event. Oh, man. They were actually, it was Aladdin and Abu while we were in line. And I was purposely crossing my fingers and hoping that they would go away because they were their substitutes were Jeannie and Jasmine. Mm. And uh, you already know my feelings about both of those people. So Especially with the attire um, you had for that, that occasion. I was I was dressed as Genie going on vacation to mm-hmm. Disney World. So um and perfectly enough, I literally was the next person to be called and they took Aladdin and Abu away and don't get me wrong, I like Aladdin. Aladdin's my favorite movie. Genie's so I like Aladdin. Movie. And Abu is great. But Genie plus Jasmine, mm. come on now. So yeah. So I got my uh picture taken with Genie and Jasmine instead of Aladdin and Abu. So they are there. Them. So there's a little tip for you, Justin. If you want to go see them, Halloween party, not so scary. Noted. This year, Jafar was there Let's too. But yeah, yeah, yes. 
But um, we finish up our dole whips and then we kind of just, you know, shoot straight through and kind of walk along rivers of America towards Liberty Square. And um, Haunted Mansion was a 30 minute wait. And this was the first mm-hmm. ride that stayed true to its time on the app for the weekend for us. It was a legit 30 minute wait, which actually isn't terrible for Haunted Mansion on a Sunday morning. Nope. So no. we got in there and enjoyed um, the 999 Happy Haunts. And uh, as we were exiting the Haunted Mansion queue, uh, my eight-year-old Olivia said she wanted to ride Space Mountain. So <laughs> I told her, you know what, we'll go ride it. You know, it, it said it was a 45-minute wait on the app. That's not terrible. It's usually worse than that. So uh, Brianna and... My other two girls and my mom, they went and rode the carousel and did a couple of princess meet and greets. And they uh, read The Little Mermaid while Olivia and I rode Space Mountain. And it was a 42-minute wait to be exact. And um, the cool thing, though, on the way to Space Mountain, I actually texted you guys when this happened. We were walking by the Friars Nook right there in Fantasyland. And a cast member just randomly walked out to Olivia with an ice cream cone and said, would you like an ice cream? Even though she just finished a Dole Whip, she did not oblige because she's a snacky. So um, she got her a free ice cream, you know, just a little bit of that, little bit of that Disney magic. You got to love mm-hmm. it. And plus I could use some of that magic right now. Free stuff. I I'm love hungry. free stuff. Me too. And it's too late to be hungry, but <laughs> I digress. But yeah, I could smash a Mickey Permian bar. I, I could really go for a resort room upgrade. That's the kind of magic I'm looking for. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> Maybe a few Mickey Premium bars in the freezer. Too. Yes. Okay, good. Now we're talking. But uh, we got into Space Mountain. You know, like I said, it was true to its wait time, but enjoyed that as always. Um, but one thing I could note is. Uh, when I got back up with uh, the rest of the group, my wife, Brianna told me that the, the princesses were like next level with the interactions with the kids that day. And notably Tiana, Tiana literally got on the floor and like fluffed her dress out. And my daughter, Avery, my youngest one, she's three. She had on her Mirabelle dress and was carrying a Rapunzel doll. So she was just mm. flexing hard for the, you know, for the mouse. She princessed out. Yeah. But, Tiana fluffed her dress out and like sat down on the floor and let Avery sit on her dress in front of her. And they were posing for the camera. Um, Brianna told me it was at least three to four minutes that she took up time with Avery to take pictures with her and just talk with her. And she held her doll and like play with her doll's hair, you know, stuff like that is what, as far as the family unit goes with going to Disney, that's what keeps you coming back. Those those cast members are just next level so Mm -hmm. i wanted to share that because it was by far one of the best meet and greet experiences i think i've ever seen i'm telling you it's it's those moments man just like just keep it going and they're like you're just now you're just searching for that next one right like you're just searching for that next moment to like to top it right like it's yeah yeah, they do we've we've told stories of, of of the other meet and greets and experience like this interactions with cast members as you know as characters and it's man yeah it just leaves you wanting more 
in, in, in a very good way. Yep. The Disney difference that we talk about time and time again. But um, at this point, we were feeling a little peckish. You know, we had to have our little midday snack before, you know, getting on the road within the next few hours. So um, the rest of the group was over towards uh, Storybook Circus area, and they had actually already picked up some snacks. So Olivia and I headed towards them, and they were all nestled into Pete's Silly Sideshow, the little tent area with the mobile charging station. So um, just a great spot to take a load off and get a charge on the phone. We've discussed this before in episodes past. Um, Brianna needed a quick charge on her phone because she had been taking pictures and videos galore. So they had stopped and got um, a turkey leg and some chips and ices and a jumbo pretzel with some cheese. There's not a better place to enjoy that than sitting underneath the awning and getting a charge on your phone and just kind of people watch, you know, I love yeah. watching but um yeah how was that how was that um that area impacted with the new meet and greet happening it was uh, was that happening around you yet or like you know just what did, what did that the impact that area because i know they had a lot of that you know basically just seating everywhere in there so i was just wondering if there if that still is like that or it's now impacted because of the meet and greets coming back. No, all of the seating that's been there for the past couple of years was still there. And the meet and greet was in oh. the little tent, you know, kind of between there and big tops. So, okay. um, yep. yeah, they had the meet and greet in there. The area was fairly busy. I mean, it's usually a hustle and bustle kind of area anyways, with the bathrooms and the train yeah. station and all the kids rides there. Um, oh yeah. Especially the train station back there again. Yeah. Now. So the area felt more alive than what I've seen since I've been going to Disney. So that felt good. You know, that area always seemed a little dead at times other than the bathroom area and the ride queues. So it it definitely felt good to see that. And it, to me, it it felt like it spread the crowds out more. Like it was not crowded at all that day at magic kingdom. So I, I notably noticed that. And, um, you know, we, Got to ride Dumbo and Barnstormer. They were both 10-minute waits. It was not bad at all. And um, walked over to Tomorrowland Speedway. I think we waited seven or eight minutes to do that, which is awesome. And um, then we closed out the the day with the last ride, which is always the people mover for us. That is always the last ride of the day. And um, at this particular day, I think I mentioned this last episode, there was a Tron, uh, like a soft preview event and oh, yeah. were lined up through storybook circus. And I actually thought it was the queue line for barnstormer, but it was the line for people waiting to get into this event. And while we the were on entrance. mover, we seen people riding Tron and seeing people walking up the walkway. So like having the train running and having all this stuff coming to life and Tron is operating. It was just a whole new vibe for that, that, Tomorrowland and Storybook Circus area. It was really cool. It was really cool. It it just feels yeah. It feels like it makes sense again. I think too, just like the added aesthetic, you know, as we see more and more of these, you know, images and videos of people, you know, there for Tron previews and you know, for the cast member previews. And you just start to see the the you know, the landscape and the skyscape of Tomorrowland and just that whole area, like that half of Magic Kingdom, is has changed tremendously, you know. And so, yeah. like with the lights, especially, like I've seen some video too of 
Tron with the light dome lit and the fireworks going off behind it. And it's oh, just yeah. like, come on now. Next level. Come on. It's man, it's so good. Um yeah, I'm super pumped just to experience the park now like this. Right. Like it's just yeah. How much more can we do? Like, come on, come on, yeah. Bobby. Like, let's just keep adding money to this thing. Let's keep the let's momentum going. Just invest, invest. It's gonna yep. turn it's gonna turn a profit. Like yep. we got off the people mover and it was, you know, getting time for us to leave. But um we just took a little a stroll down Main Street and we made a quick stop at uh a quick stop at Starbucks. Uh there was hardly a line there, which is shocking. But uh, we all got us a drink and a snack. And uh, we actually, once again, caught the Festival of Fantasy Parade right there on Main Street as we were walking out. So we stopped and we actually get to enjoy it twice because we watched it in front of Starbucks. And then we followed the tail end of it and caught it again at the Main Street uh, hub area towards in front of the train station. So um, one thing that was cool about this one, though, was uh, when the Rapunzel float came by. Uh, she actually noticed that Avery was holding her Rapunzel doll and pointed at her and then kind of made the hand gesture like, you know, it's a tiny me and was, you know, just <laughs> interacting with her. And Avery ate every ounce of that up. So, like, she had the time of her life as far as the the meet and greet yeah. princess experiences go. It was it was a whole nother level that day. But, you know, for a Sunday and even with like a cheer competition and stuff being in town, there was a ton of like, you know, cheerleading teams in the park that day. The oh, okay. park was not Good. busy by no means, not nowhere near what we've seen throughout the fall and the holidays. So yeah, maybe some of that, you know, some of that crowd is starting to taper off a little bit now because, you know, I know a lot of people push back vacations during, you know, COVID mandates and all that. And, I think a lot of people got that out of their system last year, getting all those makeup vacations out of the way. And I think, yeah. I think this year we're going to kind of see it go back to its, its ebbs and flows of, of busy time. So let's, let's keep an eye on that. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's see. That's for sure. Yeah. You, know, you it's, it's about to be springtime, spring break. Well, yeah, we'll keep an eye, especially race season. A lot of runs coming up as well. So, yeah, we got the summer coming, spring break uh, for Florida. Uh, so there, there's definitely a lot to look forward to. Um, I want to ask you real quick, Ryan, um, just a little bit about the the hotel that you guys stayed at, Spring Hill Suites, correct? Yes. Yeah, just um, just like how was the how was you mentioned the 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 breakfast and that set up, but just how was the room? Um, have you guys stayed at this particular one previously? Um, how was it like? Uh, you know, how long did it take you to get to Disney world, like to the parks and things like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, we have stayed at this one, I think probably two or three times previously. And, um, it's right beside, um, like where Wyndham B resort is and the Wyndham gardens where Justin likes to stay at in the Disney Springs area. So it's literally right off of that same drag. Um, probably. Okay. um, a mile from, you know, orange garage at Disney Springs. And, um, well, I took the back roads cause I don't normally take like I four and stuff like that. I'll, I'll kind of take some of the back roads and go yeah. to like the Disney warehousing area and like by Saratoga and all that. Yep. And then yep. jump on, you know, the, the little freeway right there going into the park entrance, but it's probably a 10 minute drive to the parks, you know, with okay. very minimal traffic interference and 
yeah, yeah. it's a great spot. Yeah. I mean, and it we had the um, we had one of the suites, so it was like a uh, it had the two queen beds, and then it had a trundle uh, couch. Yeah, so it had the couch, couch yeah. sleeping space plus like a full size trundle bed that pulled out, and then yep. a full size uh, split bathroom, and you know like a little small uh, wet bar area. So it mm-hmm. you know, for less than 200 bucks a night, just for a quick little random Disney trip. It, it did what we needed it to do. And yeah, yeah. I, I love, you know, the, I, these little resorts. Yeah. I mean, I've stayed at that. I don't, I haven't stayed at that particular location, but I stayed at uh, another one uh, just down the street um, off of uh, Palm Parkway that had very similar setup, same, same style room, same setup as in the room. So yeah, we were, when we stayed there, we were, we were pleased with it. So it's always nice just to have those other places to stay, you know, when, when the time comes that you don't want to, uh, or you can't stay at, uh, on property yeah. resort. So yeah, cool. It's always a good option. So yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for diving into that trip. I, I like, he- I love hearing about, especially the interactions and all that stuff. It's, uh, it's always good to hear and makes me just, uh, want to go to Disney pretty much right now. So yes, I always want to go <laughs> to Disney. They make no mistake about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, before we uh, go today, uh, we of course want to shed some light on uh, some companies that we are working with, as usual. Uh, but before we do that, we got to t- attend an event down in Orlando, in the Orlando area, uh, last week. That's uh, why we were staying at Cabana Bay Beach Resort. Um, and just wanted to give a few shout outs, um, this event, you may have seen some recent posts on our, our socials, especially like on Instagram. Um, we went to an event hosted by the world of DVC company, uh, whom, uh, you guys may recognize the name of that company. Uh, they sponsored, uh, episode 48, our diving into DVC episode where we discuss all things, Disney vacation club, what the vacation club is, how it works, and then how World DVC and their companies can help you become a DVC member or experience the world of DVC uh, without becoming a member, uh, whether that's through renting points or uh, if you want to become a member through a resale contract, uh, if you need help financing uh, that contract, they cover all of that. They and they eat, they do even more. Uh, they they have vacation homes. Uh, that you can rent out as well. I do some amazing things at that company, and they have a great team there, uh, whom we got the pleasure to 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 meet some of the some of the people uh, behind the scenes there. Absolutely. Um, so, just a real quick shout out to them: uh, Marissa, uh, Nick, Derek, Danny, Carrie, Paul, Mandy, uh, Amy. You're all. You're all fantastic. Uh, we love talking to you. Love getting to know you guys throughout the evening. Absolutely. Um, thank you for the hospitality. It was a fantastic event. Yes, it was. Uh, we got to meet so many good people. So many good conversations were had. Um, and we're excited about uh, further working uh, with the world of DVC and uh, shining some light on how they can help uh, you know, our listeners and, and a lot of other people, uh, because we are, we're real customers of their, of their mm-hmm. businesses and we will continue to be uh, customers of theirs uh, because they have 
they just have some great services and they, they have, do things. They, they have the right people in the right positions. Yes. Yeah, there's a knowledge base there that is unmatched, you know, anywhere else. Yeah. They 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 are so they're so good at what they do, and it was a pleasure meeting all those folks. Yeah, and it's cool to be a customer and a partner all at the same time now. And I just really hope that, you know, this thing just keeps rolling and we got to meet some some fellow Disney content creators while there. So We'd like to give shout outs to Ryan at For the Love of Theme Parks. You might know him from TikTok. I think he has a series that's the things that Disney that gave me diarrhea. And he does videos with Pacey tomorrow from time to time. His stuff is amazing. And um, (laughs) Robert and Alyssa from Here with the Ears, they're very well known across the YouTube community doing all kinds of different adventures, whether it be cruises or staying at Disney resorts for an entire year. Um, we got a pleasure of meeting another uh, fellow content creator that's kind of new to the game, Ibsen, and he is at Honeypot Explorers on Instagram. Um, he had, you know, a great conversation with us and just exchanging being new to the game and trying to figure out the motions of it and, you know, plan on yeah. maybe collaborating at some point. But it was just, I felt so welcomed at that event. Like, you know, we all just split off and had our own conversations with people. Like we have known these people for years and everything just felt so warm and cordial. And I can't wait for them to do another event because we will be there again. No doubt. Yeah. And at the heart of everything we did, it was, it was all about networking, but it felt like family at the end of the night. Like when we separated, it was like saying goodbye to family. And, uh, it was, it was, it was a wonderful experience. And again, we want to shout out world of DVC, all you guys for inviting us. Number one and number two, putting on a fantastic event full of information and then giving us a chance to put some names with some faces. Uh, yeah. we, 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 we're chatterboxes We're we're not ashamed to go and walk up and have a conversation <laughs> with anybody. So, uh, it was wonderful having all those conversations, uh, with uh marissa nick derek danny uh carrie and the gang uh it, it was such a wonderful time and uh we hope they remember us from wearing the uh the old roosevelt's because that was a hit that was <laughs> a hit with the yeah, roosevelt's so, yes. yeah shout yeah. out to roosevelt's because uh we had the fit we check. were looking good yeah <laughs> had to so yeah uh that was awesome experience um and i'm sure first of many uh so with that being said check out the affiliate section uh in the episode description of this episode and all of our other past episodes uh, there you can find links to uh, some of our affiliates including those world of dvc companies uh, like dvc rental store if you want to rent dvc points and stay at Deluxe Disney Resorts for up to 65% off. Uh, you can do it there. Um, I actually just looked at a sample uh, the the other day, and it was uh, Pop Century for $240 or a studio at Old Key West for $268. So I you mean, tell me on. what you uh, which yeah. one you'd rather Find stay at. Yeah. <laughs> so a Disney Value Resort or a Disney deluxe resort uh come on so things like that um i actually just put in a uh a request for a for a rental with them uh to this evening so uh hopefully uh that comes through and i'll be uh, staying at boulder ridge for an evening hey, so yo. uh 
like I said, we're real customers of this company because they are great. Uh, they also have a DVC resale market. Uh, go check them out. You can become a DVC member yourself if you want to get in the game and for way less money than if you go through Disney Direct. Uh, the staff there uh, that runs the, the resale market, all that staff were former guides for the DVC program at Disney. So they are literal experts. They had, they are there standing by ready to answer any of your questions directly through a chat. So just click the link in the episode description. If you want to go find out more, uh, if you want to uh, listen to our episode again, it's episode 48. Uh, you can go find out all about DVC. Lots DVC of information there. All of it. Um, they've even got rental homes. You can go rent your a rental home at um, incredible vacation homes. There's a link in the episode description there. Um, so again, go check all of them out. And then, I want to highlight real quick just one of their programs that they just started here uh, about a month ago uh, called Unlocked Magic. And there's yes. a link for this uh, community, I'm going to call it, um, in our episode description. We're all there. We're, we're, I'm loving it. Yes. Um, it's, it's a community and a tool all in one where you know we're all a part of these groups on other types of social media platforms or you know places that just kind of get bogged down or just don't have the right type of interaction that you maybe care to enjoy and what unlock magic is is a paid community that allows you to communicate with other disney centric people um but also have a wealth of knowledge base for people that are looking at anything disney right um anything really travel because you have yeah. you know, cruise lines, you have universal information. Yep. I mean, like there's so much information there and there's a huge growing community of people waiting to help and waiting to just have conversations with other like-minded people. And this includes um, staff at world of DVC. Yes. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a place for just people that have the same likes to communicate with each other. And that's not including the dining reservation tool that they have where you literally put in what dining reservation you want on what day and it will alert you as dining reservations become available. So you can go and reserve those and snag them uh, you know, as quickly as possible. If, um, you've, they got, if you've done some dining reservation searches, you'll understand yeah. how big of a tool that is. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I'll be using it for us for that large uh, for that large group trip that we have in May. You're you you bet I'm going to be using that tool to try to get a reservation, you know, dining reservation for 15, 17 of us, whatever the number is. Um, it's going to be it's going to be hard to get, and I'll need every tool I can get. So uh, go go join us over there if you would. the The link is in the episode description. Um, it's five ninety nine a month. Um, I think it's a no brainer. They they're adding a ton of value there as well. I know they yeah. they're hosting uh, Disney artists every month to come in and do a drawing class every month. So if anyone has ever done any of the animation classes there at, at animal kingdom uh, or at uh, you know, festival of the arts, they, they did them there as well. They're going to have monthly classes of that. Just super cool stuff where you're not getting, you're not getting that type of content anywhere else that's, you know, dynamic and interactive. So go check it out. Unlock Magic. It's in the episode description down below. So let's not forget um, our some of our other affiliates like 1901 Candle Company. 
They make Disney-inspired and pop culture-inspired candles, some fantastic scents. I've got one burning in the office right now as we speak, and it is amazing. Uh, They've got some just great stuff. Uh, So we're huge fans of everything they offer, and they are giving our listeners 15% off their orders uh, just by using the code off the rails 15 at checkout uh, link is in the episode description. If you want to go see what they have to offer and get you some smells, um, go, go check them out. 1901 candle company. Yeah. And another smell we got brewing up is a, a good cup of coffee from our friends at electric city roasting co. And they are a small batch coffee producer out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. And, um, they definitely make uh, they make some roasts that we we absolutely adore. Um, whether you're looking for whole bean or espresso grind, they've got everything in between. They've got you know small packs. They've got bulk pack. I would suggest going bulk because once you taste their product, you're going to want more. But whatever it is you decide to buy, be sure and use our affiliate link at the bottom of the episode description. And upon checkout, use the code OTM Coffee two zero. And that'll save you 20% off on your first order. So be sure and give our friends Electric City Roasting Co. a visit and um, save yourself some money on some good coffee. Agreed. And while you're in the episode description, we also have some different travel companies. And uh, they're they're there to help add on to your vacationing experiences. So uh, make sure you check them out. Save yourself some money as well and let them know that we sent you. Yeah. And... I just wanted to uh, shout out, you know, we mentioned that we went to breakfast steakhouse 71. Oh, uh, fantastic, fantastic meal. Um, and, worth the time, yeah, worth the money. Just great. Great, great morning um, to spend there. Uh, but we got to hit up uh, thereafter. We got to hit up the Disney character warehouse at the violent outlets, yes. violent premium outlets. And just, just a real quick, we, we, on our Instagram, we've got a, a, a video there, a reel. Uh, it's got some quick highlights of things that we saw and found there, but incredible deals. Yeah. Like insane. Uh, some of the stuff you can find there. So if you're uh, in the market for some uh, Disney souvenirs before you head out of town, um, then definitely swing by there. Uh, it was, um, save it a was lot right of money. for the taking. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Right there in the Violent Outlet Malls, just head through the food court and first set of doors to the right, you'll see the Disney Character Warehouse. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to see some of the highlights there uh, from our trip, go check out the video at Off the Monorails on Instagram. And uh, I guess, boys, with, uh, with that being said, we'll, uh, we'll catch everyone next week, huh? Yes, sir. All right. Well, that's going to do it. We'll see you here, same time, same place next week. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. <laughs>